When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Leave the Office Early Day. Tony, should we leave early? And Tony Kornheiser, where would I go? I'm already home, and it's pouring. Yeah. It's just pouring outside. Well, you know where you live. Yeah. You know, if you were here in Northern California, we could leave early. You could leave early with me and go to something called yeah. the NBA Finals, Game 1. You could do that, because I'm leaving early to go to the Finals. I hope you have a great time. I suspect we'll talk about it in this show. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. In today's episode, a big decision from Ryan Fitzpatrick, a bold chant from New York Rangers fans, and a compelling women's final at the French Open and Thunder in my house. But we begin today with tonight's game one of the NBA Finals, Boston at Golden State. Both teams are mild surprises in the sense that they finished second in their conference in the regular season. Wilbon, obviously, you're in San Francisco. Which way are you leaning in the series? Toward Golden State, Tony. And this has nothing to do, in my case, with X's and O's. I mean, obviously, each game will depend on, on X's and O's and what strategically happens on the court. But in my case, Tony, I'm looking at motivation and the, and, the, and the Golden State Warriors being in a very unique position and that these guys are already the core of that team going to the Hall of Fame on the first ballot in their cases each. And they've got this tremendous, you know, resume of accomplishment. They've already won three championships and been in the finals five times. It's all set out for them yet, Tony, because of the way that sort of run was truncated. They feel like they've got something to prove. And I'm sure they would say, no, we got nothing to prove. But they feel like they're sort of on a mission. And so there's no complacency. There's no sense of, well, you know, we've sort of been there, done that, even though they have. So they have this extraordinary experience and, to me, an added motivation of saying, really, we are who you thought we were and are, and now we're going to show that against the Boston Celtics, who are a very worthy challenger. The most worthy challenger to me in the Eastern Conference or from the Eastern Conference is the Boston Celtics. But but I'm, I'm, I'm seeing the Warriors win this series in five or six games. Yeah. I don't, I don't have any lean just yet. I'm very happy in the sense that you're going to have two different styles out there on display. The Golden State Warriors play offense no matter who they play. The Boston Celtics play defense no matter who they play. I think there are a couple of obvious tells, and I want to wait a game or two before I make a decision on this. One is, can Marcus Smart, in critical circumstances, hold down Steph Curry? And can the larger and thicker Boston Celtics defenders, can they disrupt the ballet-like movements of Golden State? I think by the end of game two, I'll have a better idea. I am leaning sentimentally, not objectively, but sentimentally to Golden State, and I think you may feel the same way, and it has to do with their dynasty. If They've already won one at the top without Kevin Durant. If they win a second at the bottom without Kevin Durant, then Kevin Durant does not become essential to the reputation 
he becomes an add-on. And somewhere down the road, Kevin Durant may tell us why he left Steph Curry for Kyrie Irving. He may decide to tell us about that. But in that sense, I root for them. And I'll, I'll be brief here. But like you, I think Boston is a very worthy team. And Mike, yeah. they have a better record against Golden State since Golden State won its first than championship anybody. than any team in the league. Yes. Than any team in the league. And they have yeah. gone through a harder playoff run than Golden yeah. State has gone through. So they all are true. worthy. And I, I will not dismiss that at all. Yeah, all true, Tony. As we move to hockey, it's important here to get, mention them. We talk about the original six in hockey all the time in the NHL. These are two original NBA teams. And this has only happened like three times since 1950. It doesn't happen when you get the original teams and you have that with the Warriors and the Celtics, charter members of the NBA. So that, that's sort of a cool thing that nobody mentions in basketball at all. So we're going to move to hockey. Well, the Rangers, an original six team, are off to a great start in their conference final series with the Lightning, which is not. The Rangers won game one at the Garden last night. Igor Shosturkin gave up just two goals while Tampa Bay's all-world goaltender Andre Vasilevsky allowed an uncharacteristic six. Ranger fans, of course, chanted, Igor's better, Igor's better, Tony. Too soon? Oh, way too soon. Way, way too. too soon. Vasilevsky probably didn't even hear him because it had the Stanley Cup rings stuck in his ears. <laughs> this is game one. Let's review for a second. The, Tampa Bay has won the last two Stanley Cups. Do you know how far you have to go back to get two Stanley Cups from the Rangers? Well, let's see how far. The last one they won was in 1994, and the one before that was in 1940. So while one team has won two Stanley Cups in two years, the other has been 82 years. Of course it's way too soon. And maybe Tampa Bay was rusty last night. That's possible. They hadn't played in over a week. The Rangers are good. Mike, it, 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 to me, it's a stunning number. In their last three playoff games, not regular season games, playoff games, two of which were elimination games, they've outscored opponents 17-6. to six. That's stunning in the playoffs. So they're yeah. a hot team. But if you think Tampa Bay is going to roll over, you're crazy. Let's review. Tampa lost game one of these here playoffs 5 to nothing, And they went on to win that series in six. So, you know, come on. And Rust, I heard Barry Melrose and others talk about the Rust factor and that they thought there was going to be some. And it's not hindsight. They were mentioning this going into last night's game, so that was fascinating. Tony, I will say this, though. So in 1994, when I was covering for the Washington Post, uh, more NHL games in action than I cover now, God knows. I was in the Garden a lot that spring because the Knicks and the Rangers were the story together. I lived in my entire life in New York and in Madison Square Garden that spring. And the, the Rangers had a magical season, of course, Tony. You mentioned 1940 sure to 1994. Messier. And they had Messier, and it's fun to see Messier yep, on the set now it. talking about these games. And, Tony, maybe the Rangers have that magic. Maybe it's not too soon, although that maybe. is essentially 30 years ago and half the people chanting, you know, for the goal, Igor is better, Igor is better. They can't remember 1994. But I got to say, yeah. I, I, it conjures up that feeling to me. And I understand. And both these goalies are great. I'm just going to close that segment by saying this. In the last three playoff years, Tampa Bay, after every loss, has won the next they game. Win. They're 19-0. They the and 0. So let's hold off until the yeah. end of game two. Let's just hold off. That's and right. now let's go to the French Open. The women's final is set. The world number one, Iga Sviantek 
will play 18-year-old American Coco Goff. Sviantek has already won the French Open. This will be Goff's first major final. Sviantek is riding a 34-match winning streak. If she wins this final, she will pass Serena Williams' 34-match streak from 2013. Wilbon, which winner would make for a better story? Tony, you know I don't believe in that construct. I don't believe in that question. You do, because you like to tell people who the league is more important, you know, who's better for the league and for the networks. I, I don't get into that. What's important here is the rise of not just these two women at their ages, 18, which you mentioned with Coco Golf, and 21. Yep. 21 years, yep. 18 and 21. Now, teenage phenoms are not new to women's tennis. As a matter of fact, they often are the pillars of women's tennis. You think about Jennifer Capriati and Tracy Austin and Chris Everett, if you want. But, Tony, there seems to be a wave of these young, talented women coming. And while they may not be in evidence at the moment, they're coming. And they're not all as young as 18 and 21, but men's and women's tennis. One reason I'm excited for this summer and watching the tournaments, and not just the slams, but also Cincinnati and Washington and things that you and I paid a lot of attention to when we were covering tennis actively. There seem to be so many talented young players that I just tune in for a while and go, wait a minute, who's this kid? And I'm, yeah. I'm doing that every time I, I tune in to whatever tournament it is now. Coco Golf has been one of those for three years, but now there seems to be company. I think that's the larger story for tennis, men's and women's. Teenage champions in tennis are irresistible. And one of the reasons is, is because you wonder about burnout. You mentioned Jennifer Capriati. That was a burnout situation. Steffi Groff was not a burnout situation. Very close to home now in terms of time. Naomi Osaka, we don't know what's going on there. We don't know. Okay? That's right. Um, so that if an 18-year-old American girl, it's, it's a great thing for American tennis because Serena Williams has been on top for so long and she's at the end. And everybody understands that. So that would be a wonderful story. I do not want to take away from Sviantek, though, because 34 matches in a row is a big deal. Now, it's not Martina. You'll hear these numbers. You go crazy. In Martina's Martina career, like she had a 74, a 58, 74. a 54, okay, a 41. Steffi had yeah. a 66. Chris Everett had 55. But 35 is a big number. And there's a vacuum at the top of women's tennis right now because Serena is old, because Ash Barty has retired, and because they own Osaka. We don't know. We don't know. If so if Sviantek can become that player at only 21, that to me would be a very big deal. Let's take a break. Coming up, Ryan Fitzpatrick makes a big career decision. And what's the word for Drew Tennis' decision to return to Gonzaga? Timmy. Not that Timmy, so that's, but he's a Timmy. That's what happens in tennis. Everybody's captivated by teenage stars. But you, it does. But it, can they last like Federer? Can they last well, like Nadal? Can they last like yeah. Mark? Pardon the Interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live La Vida Maspina. Part of Happy Hour. And in part by Verizon. 5G. From the network more people rely on. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code PTI. 
That's code PTI. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. PTI fans, listen up. Have you heard you can listen to episodes of this very show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership? That's right. All your favorite PTI episodes can be heard on Amazon Music ad-free. But that's not all. You can listen to other top podcasts like The Low Post and First Take ad-free as well. They also have your favorite shows like The Daily, Part of My Take, and Up First, all without ads. You know what this means. Uninterrupted listening, so no more cliffhangers. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts, so we know they definitely have something for you. And it's already included in your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to Amazon.com slash PTI. That's Amazon.com slash PTI to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You are watching Pardon the Interruption, presented by Corona Extra, part of Happy Hour. It's time for What's the Word, and if you're torn as to who to wager on, you can't spell dictionary without the name Tony. So what's first? Drew Timmy is blank for returning to Gonzaga for his senior season. He is old school. He's an old-school big man. He puts himself on the low block. He shoots with his right hand. He shoots with his left hand. He's got a nice, soft touch. Mike, he plays the position of big man in basketball the way he played it for 50 and 60 years. Now, it's not particularly athletic. It's possible that NBA scouts and NBA coaches don't see a whole lot of value in that. It's possible Mr. Timmy will be going overseas to make a bunch of money, but he's a terrific College basketball player Gonzaga's record in the years that he's been there in the regular season is 90 and 7. Let me repeat that. Yeah. 90 and 7. So when you look at a guy who comes back to school, the automatic response in the last 15 years is he can't be a great player, but he can be a great college player. The way Luca Garza was a great college player, and that's Timmy. The way Christian Leitner was a great college player who I'm going to compare him to in a second. My word is that Timmy is pragmatic for returning to Gonzaga. If you look at the, the, the mock drafts or just, just, just the talent evaluations, Tony, that are going into the draft, you don't see Timmy's name in the first round. You may see him in the second, and that speaks to what you said. May have to go to Europe. Don't know. I, I, I love the kid. But it reminds me, and pragmatic because he can come back and maybe a, another year from now, maybe with an improved three-point shot, maybe with a less deep draft, he goes up in the draft. So that's the pragmatism. But Tone, he reminds me of Leitner. And look, if Leitner was around today, he'd have to expand his game. The Leitner's game was fairly expanded for the 1990s when he won at Duke and then went third pick overall, I think, for the NBA draft. But he reminds me of Leitner. And that record, that 90-7, and seven, that is Leitner-like. When Leitner was at Duke, of course, Leitner didn't win without Grant Hill, I'd like to point out. But Timmy, I'd like to have Timmy on my team, any team, any team. Next, 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 next. Ryan Fitzpatrick had a blank career. A historic career. He started for nine different football teams. That's more than anybody has started for in the history of the NFL. Let me go through them. The Bills, the Jets, the Dolphins, the Bengals. Texans, Buccaneers, Titans, Rams, and Washington. And they were all lousy teams. He threw for 34,990 yards and 223 touchdowns. It's the most ever by a quarterback who never made the playoffs. He never made the playoffs. 16 seasons 
He never made the playoffs, but yet he was Fitzmagic. A couple of teams won. One Jets team, one Dolphins team, they won. I, I mean, he, he just lived in terrible luck because he played for terrible teams. He went to Harvard. I watched him in college when Harvard came down to play Penn. Um, I, I mean, I never knew he'd be around this long. And he's also historic in the sense of that beard, because that beard looks like something from the 1800s. He's going to have, wind up having a $200 million career just on the back end. Because the talk is that Amazon's going to come after him. And you know what that talk is like, Tony. It's going to be, it won't be a $375 million Tom Brady career, but it's going to be something similar. Look, if you've ever just listened to Fitzpatrick, he is engaging. I'm sure he's going to be entertaining when he's in that role exclusively and full time. He is smart. He is fun to listen oh, to. Yeah. He has great, he's a great storyteller. This guy is going to be magic for real on television. I agree. And, you know, whether it's them or some other network, $200 million. He's going to wind up making so much more money in the booth than he did in the jersey. He's really, I think it's a wonderful career. He's got more passes, more touchdown passes than any Ivy League quarterback ever. He is. That's the final word. Let's take one last break. Still to come, the Phillies continue to fall apart. And the Niners appear confident they're going to have Debo Samuel this season. Of course, he's under contract. Why wouldn't they have him? He's there. Patrick never went to the playoffs. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Pardon the interruption is presented by Corona Extra. Find the fine life. Live la vida más fina. Part of happy hour. Happy time, people. Happy 70th birthday, Gary Bettman. Bettman has been NHL commissioner since 1993. During that time, the league has expanded by eight teams, placing franchises in cities not usually associated with hockey, like Nashville, Columbus, and Las Vegas. Bettman started out in basketball working for David Stern in the NBA's legal and marketing departments. He grew up in Queens. He went to Forest Hills High School, the alma mater of Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel and Ernie Grunfeld. Two sang, one dunked. From there, Bettman went to Cornell, alma mater of baseball commissioner Rob Manfred. 
During Bettman's tenure, hockey has been on ESPN, off ESPN, back on ESPN. Just like the NBA, ESPN, and Turner have been carrying the playoffs, unlike the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs have been fabulous, lots of game sevens. On a personal note, I think Bettman's son once caddied for me at Alpine in New Jersey, I think. The important thing that happened on Bettman's watch, which you didn't mention, was the virtual disappearance of fighting, of goonery, of thuggishness. It has gone away when everybody, everybody, tried to excuse it and justify why it needed to exist. It did not, and the product is so much better without it, and I'm going to credit Gary Bettman for a large part of that. Happy anniversary, Brad Stevens. On this day, just last year, just over 12 hours after a first-round exit to the Brooklyn Nets, the Celtics announced Stevens would transition from head coach to president of basketball operations to replace Danny Ainge, who held that job for 19 seasons. The first move Stevens made was to trade Kemba Walker and two draft picks to reacquire Al Horford. The second move Stevens made was to name Ime Odoka as head coach. And then at the trade deadline earlier this season, Stevens acquired Derek White from the Spurs. And here is how that all has worked out. The Celtics are in the NBA Finals. Stevens had coached the Celtics to the playoffs in seven of his eight seasons, but was 0-3 in the Eastern Conference Finals. It looks like everyone is in the right spot now. Tony, those two player moves were subtle moves. They're not blockbuster, put together a super team move in there. But those two moves were subtle, necessary. They seem to have worked. Brad Stevens is a really likable guy, easy to root for. And he has done the right thing by these Boston Celtics, it seems to, I think, all of us. Happy trails to the match for Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. The two young quarterbacks got beat on the last hole last night by old hands Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers when Rodgers curled in a 12-foot putt on the 12th and last hole to win one up. The golf suffered without Phil Mickelson and Tiger Woods because these guys sprayed it all over. But the show gave Charles Barkley the chance to be the star in the booth, and he gave it a nice human touch. Barkley took a great shot at Shaquille O'Neal saying, quote, that's the good thing about doing golf. I don't have to be around that idiot. That's funny, unquote. Barkley also set up a golf bat with Rodgers in which if Rodgers loses, Barkley gets to cut off his man bun. Other than that, Josh Allen hit a spectator with a bad shot. Brady pushed some cryptocurrency company of his. And Mahomes made sure to pop open a tall boy of Coors Light, calling it swing juice. How appropriate four pretty boy quarterbacks had to depend on a basketball guy to bail their butts out because none of them is particularly entertaining. Rodgers can be, but he usually don't want to be. And by the way, my brother texted me yesterday at the beginning of this and said, the spectators are constantly ducking because balls are flying at their heads right. on every shot. Why would I want to watch that? Right. That sounds like four guys in front of us at Columbia fun. on a Saturday. Come on. I watched it. It was fun. A couple of omissions. Frank Gore, the number three all-time rusher in NFL history, signing a one-day contract to retire as a 49er. And Phil Knight is part of a group making a bid to buy the Portland Trailblazers. Let's go to the big finish quickly if we can. Let's do it. The Pirates swept the Dodgers in L.A. for the first time since 2000. Is that significant? No, no. The Pirates aren't any good. It's not significant. Phillies lost second baseman Gene Segura for three months to a fractured finger tone. And your boy Bryce Harper was pulled from yesterday's lineup with more right forearm soreness. Big deal? That is a big deal. Those are two big bats. It's a big deal. 49ers GM John Lynch said Debo Samuel will be part of the 49ers this year. Are you persuaded? 
I was never persuaded of anything other than that. He's the most dangerous weapon in football. Of course he's going to stay on their team because if they get rid of him, they're idiots. Oilers at Avalanche game two tonight. Who you got? I got Edmonton. The Colorado goalie is out, the number one goalie. Last one, Becky Hammonds, Las Ooh. Vegas Aces Ooh. are nine and one. Do you like them to beat the Sun tonight? The Aces are a problem, man. They're just really terrific. I expect them now to beat just about everybody. We're out of time. We'll try and do better the next time. Steve Delmar, shout out. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. Check out NBA Countdown on ABC tonight, 8.30 Eastern, before Game 1 of the Finals. And now, here's You better get a sweater or something. You're going to be outside. Better get a sweater.